Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the OBR Newswire podcast. It is Wednesday, May 13th, and we have a fun episode for you guys today. It is going to be a little bit of a throwback of sorts. We will get to that in just a minute. Before we do so, I want to say thanks again to our sponsors, betonline.ag, with the promo code BLUEWIRE. We'll get you a welcome bonus to use upon whatever you would like to use on their site, the online poker, the blackjack, all available. Madden 20 simulations if you should choose. Great welcome bonus that is easy to access and should be there quickly for you to use as often as you would like as you win some money on their site. That's betonline.ag. And Blue Chew, who is our sponsor, providing male enhancement for those in need, discreet doctors visit all online. If approved, everything goes to your door in discreet packaging. So only you and your significant other need to know about this. The first order is free. All you have to do is pay for shipping using the promo code BLUEWIRE. Again, big thanks to Blue Chew. Make sure you check them out if you are in need, especially during the end of this quarantine when everybody needs a little bit of stress relief. Also want to tell you guys about the Megan Rapino and Sue Bird podcast, A Touch More, which is one of the brand new Blue Wire podcasts. Well worth your time. Great content, especially for those who are interested in the female perspective on things that matter from fantastic athletes who can give you a, a wide variety of uh, opinion and uh, it's just an interesting podcast all around. I've enjoyed each episode that I have listened to. They're fantastic. We're happy they're joining us here at Blue Wire. So uh, make sure you get over there, check them out, and give them a subscription and a review. Those are always appreciated. Now we're going to jump to today's podcast, which is site editor publisher Barry McBride coming on to talk about how he came into writing on the Browns community, how he started his websites in the 90s, and why he started them. Fascinating stuff to me. Some of the interesting rumors he's heard over the years is a question that will come up as well. And uh, just an interesting conversation that will end with sort of a, uh, if the Brown season goes this way, what would your reaction be? Because I think it's an important topic to discuss is how we react to certain levels of success or failure this team could have. So check this out. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Let's get over to our interview with Barry McBride. Okay, so Barry, we're going to jump into this thing quickly. We have uh, our first question from J-Dubs Esquire, who is going to ask a question that I have brought up to you on several occasions, which is the story of you summarizing your history running, you know, brown sites in general and message boards, sort of a walk down memory lane of sorts. Uh, you know, there's a lot of younger readers who I don't think, and me, you know, myself included, am fascinated by this. So I will let you go back to uh, sort of tracing some of the things you've done here on on uh, the Browns Corner. Sure thing. Uh, I really got started back in 1995. And the reason I got started is because Art Modell moved the Browns to Baltimore, which did not sit well with me at all. Uh, and it did not sit well with the vast majority of Browns fans. And something about it, I don't know what it was, you know, maybe just the fact that the Browns fans were so undeserving of what happened to them back in 1995. Uh, I got very, very upset and, uh, you know, was part of protests and stuff like that and causing trouble. 
But in early 1996, uh, the situation got settled. The Browns got a team again in three years or whatever. But that wasn't enough for me. <laughs> I continued to torment Ravens fans on places like AOL and Usenet and, and places like that and have, you know, I actually became friends with some of them. But uh, these long discussions about whether it was right what Modell did and listen to them try to defend it and poke holes in it. But uh, I decided at one point in uh, April 1996 that I wanted to create my own website. And that website was mostly directed at following a series of NFL owners who were extorting their home cities for um, stadiums using the Browns as sort of a threat, using Cleveland as sort of a threat. So like Tampa Bay wanted a new stadium. And so they said, hey, we're going to move to Cleveland. Or they looked at leak. And we started being used as a bargaining chip. So I created a site. I called it Greed Watch. And I took it very seriously for maybe the first month. Uh, but then after that, I started mostly making fun of the Baltimore Ravens because they were easy to make fun of in those days. Uh, this is when Art Modell fired our, uh, uh, Bill Belichick and hired Ted Marchabroda. And the Ravens were just inept. They couldn't find a quarterback. They had all kinds of problems. And so uh, a lot of Browns fans sort of reacted to that and uh, enjoyed it. Uh, as we reviewed every Ravens loss after uh, uh, after the weekend was over. And when the Browns came back in 1999, I created a site called Browns T&G. So I sort of put the, the NFL and Ravens stuff aside and said, let's just focus on the Cleveland Browns. So it's called Browns T&G, and that's where I met a number of people who became good friends who helped me on the site, none more so than Lane Atkins who really joined up with me back in 99, back that first year. He was on an email list um, that uh, where he was constantly being pestered with questions because he had inside information. And I asked him if he was interesting, interested in, in working with me on this Browns T&G site. He was. And, uh, you know, thanks in large part to him and uh, a lot of good volunteers who helped create the site. Uh, the site really took off. And we were approached um, year after year by uh, NFL networks, you know, fan blog networks, things like that, to uh, join up with them. Rivals.com was one of them, I believe. And uh, we rejected all those. We really liked being independent until we got a call from uh, Bernie Kosar. And Kosar was involved in this organization called The Insiders. And we joined up with him and became Bernie's Insiders. This is 2001 now. Uh, and uh, we were charging for subscriptions at that time. We introduced that. Uh, and uh, uh, we took some heat for that for, at the time. But we had Bernie participating in the site. Uh, Eddie Johnson was participating in the site. Reggie Langhorn. We had a couple of reporters who started working with us. And really nothing like it, you know, at that time on the web. And uh, that went on for about five years. Uh, Bernie, Bernie sold his stake in the Insiders to Fox. We became part of Fox Sports. And we changed our name from Bernie's Insiders because he was no longer involved to the Orange and Brown Report back in 2007. Uh, since then, we have followed from uh, Fox Sports to uh, the Scout Network uh, to CBS Interactive, as those companies have changed hands 
And uh, the future still looks, I think, relatively bright for us. And uh, so, you know, the major development over the last six months is that I've gone on the site full time now. And so I am totally devoted to the OBR for the first time in my life. And I am just loving it. Uh, this is a culmination of a of a long-term dream for over 20 years. And uh, I get to talk football all day and, and run the site. And uh, it's really a dream come true. And, and I'm not I'm not starving. So it's all working out very well. Yeah, well, that comes to our next question from Evil Elf, which is, do webmasters such as yourself have to drink bourbon? Is it required that you partake in bourbon, uh, given your, you know, area of expertise here? <laughs> well, uh, it certainly helps me get through the games uh, over the last 20 years, uh, as the games have been pretty rough. But uh, in general... Uh, you know, I think webmasters are supposed to pick up some sort of evil habit, you know, be it narcotics or sex addiction, sex addiction or uh, drinking bourbon, in my case, uh, to handle all the stardom, you know, that comes with being a webmaster and the, the fast paced lifestyle and the groupies and uh, better not let my wife find out about the groupies. But, <laughs> you know, all that that comes with being a webmaster of an NFL football site. <laughs> no, I just I just love bourbon. I just love bourbon, and that's 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 my thing. It's not a not a requirement of the job, I don't think. Well, this is, uh, you know, I, I always leave the bourbon to you because that is way above my pay grade. <laughs> and um, I like it when people leave the bourbon to me. <laughs> yeah, it's all yours. It's all yours. Maybe someday I'll partake in some, and you can you can show me the light. But this next question, which I find particularly fascinating, is. The most shocking insider information that you have heard over the years, probably through Lane, and this question is directed towards yourself and Lane from Jared Scroggins. Um, and uh, I'd be interested to hear some of the more interesting things you've heard over the years. Well, uh, you know, this is a better question for Lane because, you know, I'm an insider to the extent that I talk to people who know stuff, uh, Lane prominent among them. Uh but, you know, I, I may disappoint people because I'm not going to offer up any, quote unquote, insider stuff that is not uh, proven as fact. I mean, I've heard all kinds of crazy stuff over the years, you know. But let me tell you the thing, and this people are going to consider this boring, I'm sure. But the thing that shocked me the most, and I think I heard it from Lane first, was way back in uh, – uh, eight years ago, 10 years ago, however long it was, when I first heard the Browns were trading up to get Trent Richardson, I was floored. I mean, that, of course, it became common knowledge soon soon afterwards. But that, to me, was the one thing that I remember just being what the actual, you know, blank when I first heard it. Um, and, you know, it turns out that I was shocked because it was an extremely bad idea. But uh, I've heard all kinds of stuff over the years, but uh, I'm not going to go into anything that's not proven and, and already public knowledge because uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble, to be honest with you. But uh, in this job, you hear all kinds of stuff, and it's best, I think, to be skeptical when you hear most of it, uh, you know, until you really hear it from a good source like Lane or, or someone else who uh, who's really got it nailed down. So sorry for the boring answer <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay we'll close with this one um the the idea here that this is from um, e gillen on on social media i'm not sure if that's twitter but could have been 
Um, at first, I'd consider this 8-8 eight and eight prediction a disappointment, but maybe considering the past 20 years and new staff, free agent rookies, and the lack of in-person practice, the most realistic outcome. Would you, Barry, and like I said, we'll close with this question, would you consider 8-8 eight and eight a failure this year um, of sorts, considering where they have been not too long ago and uh, the recent tumultuous situations that have happened? Where would you sit with an 8-8 eight and eight record? Uh, I wouldn't be ecstatic with it, but I wouldn't be surprised either. First time I went through their schedule and did the same practice as everyone else, which is sort of counting up the wins and the losses that you know I suspected were coming uh, on the schedule. I came out with eight and eight as well. Uh, I went through it again on the Ask Insiders board and I came out with nine and seven. I'm not sure what game I flipped, but uh, uh, to me it would not be a surprise at all. The team still has a lot of work to do at linebacker. Uh, they are, you know, a couple injuries away from being decimated in the uh, defensive backfield. We saw what happened when Miles Garrett went down last year. I think they're going to score some points. I hope they're going to score some points. I want them to be in the top 10 of the NFL in scoring. Uh, but, you know, given the fact that the AFC North is getting tougher, uh, the Ravens are getting very, very good. The Steelers are always difficult. The Bengals might even be annoying this year uh, if Burrow plays like they think he's going to play. 8-8 uh, eight and eight would, would not shock me, uh, let's put it that way. And, and I probably would not wind up being disappointed that much by it. I'm hopeful, like everybody else, that they go 10-6 and six or whatever and make the playoffs. But uh, uh, I've been through this 20 years, and uh, – uh, it's it's certainly not beyond the pale to uh, uh, expect them not to not to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think the thing that would be most exciting is if it was something that you thought was fixable, right? If it was an offense that was great, but the defense was just bad, and you thought there's a way they could fix that, or if maybe the quarterback's playing really really well, but there's something else suffering. You need a sliver of hope. I think that's what last year really was a tough pill to swallow. I mean, the Browns went seven, eight, and one two years ago and everybody felt so optimistic because of the way the year closed and the way the quarterback played. I think if you have those sorts of things happen this year, even if you find a way to maybe struggle out of the gate, find a way to close the right way and get to eight and eight, you can, there's a way you can feel good about eight and eight, right? But if it's like they limp through and beat teams that they should, you know, they maybe they beat the Bengals twice. They barely beat them riddled with turnovers. They beat the jets. They beat the giants teams like that. The Jaguars, it's like, man, they didn't win any games against anybody good, and they limped around, and the quarterback didn't show the improvement we thought would be in this offense. That's where it would be disappointing. It's almost like what happens to get there. There's an 8-8 eight and eight outcome where you could say, okay, I see this the right direction. Then there's an 8-8 eight and eight outcome where you're like, man, this has got to get blown up, that kind of deal. So, I, I, Yeah, I, I, I say you hit upon it when you talk about quarterback play. You know, if Baker Mayfield's looking good, we can fix a linebacking core in the offseason, you know? Yep. But if you're a team with a, a mediocre record, you're in the middle of the pack, it gets really hard to fix a quarterback situation, you know, it if does. you don't have that top pick or top five pick. And, uh, you know, this year is all about hoping that Baker finds his 2018 form. If he does, uh, things are going to be good. Even if it's not this year, you can fix the remaining holes next year. And uh, this team will be in the playoffs soon enough, I believe. I agree with that. Barry, I appreciate you joining us, guys. There were a ton of questions that we didn't get to that we will try to get to. We'll have Barry on intermittently if some things pop up or somebody can't join us. 
we'll get uh, we'll get him on as many times as we can, and we'll keep a running list of these questions, and and uh, we'll get to him again. Thanks again for uh, joining me, Barry. No problem at all. It's my pleasure. Talk to you soon, Jake. Okay, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed your Tuesday. Hope you enjoyed the content we have up on the site. Uh, continually uh, keeping up to date with all of the things happening around the Browns. Odell Beckham and his Pro Football Focus All Decade Team Award, among many other things coming. We have a Nick Harris film room up on the YouTube channel, the OBR YouTube channel, and we will get Donovan Peoples Jones up here before the end of the week. Hopefully tomorrow or Thursday depending on how the sleep schedules go around my house. I'm going to be honest. So we're going to try to get that up. There's so much film to cut down, uh, but we want to give you guys the best insight into who he is as a prospect. So keep your eyes peeled for that. We'll get that posted. Again, thanks for joining us. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for the reviews. We really appreciate it. Get over to the YouTube channel and subscribe there. We're going to have some fun stuff coming there before long. A bunch of different avenues that we uh, intend to put out there to give you guys as much information about this team as we can. So until next time, guys, go Browns. 